0: Welcome to the Big Ideas for Small Business podcast, hosted by fellow small business owner, Tim Hayden. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Big Ideas for Small Business podcast. I'm your host, Tim Hayden. Hey, and I'm really uh, excited to have my friend, Dave Merline, an attorney with Merline and Mecham. Uh He's an attorney in Greenville, South Carolina, and, he, and this is part two about uh, setting up trust for small business. So, Dave, welcome. Thank you, Tim. My
1: pleasure being here with you.
0: Yeah. Hey, tell tell our listeners a little bit about yourself.
1: Uh, Tim, I'm a Greenville native. Um, uh, We have a 10-person law firm that does uh, almost exclusively estate planning and business law. Uh, I've been married uh, almost 40 years. I've got uh, four kids, uh, one of whom uh, works here with us. And uh, I would just, just say in general, I've been very
0: blessed. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Hey, 40 years, that's a big deal. So, and congratulations to that. So, that's a big deal. I, you know, and you know my wife, Dawn, Dave, you know, we're, we're uh, a little over 28. So, we're a little behind you, but we're heading that direction. So, that's good. All right, hey, our, our topic today is setting up trust for small business. And I actually met Dave. It's been, God, Dave, a year and a half, two years ago that my wife Dawn and I, we went through the process and we set up the trust. And until we did that, I didn't know a whole lot about it. So um, my first question for you, Dave, is define a trust and why is it important to a small business? Uh,
1: Tim, a trust is really, uh, it's, it's a vehicle or an entity that you establish now. You do it now while you're alive. Uh, you would be in charge of it. We call that the trustee. You would be the beneficiary of it, which means you can use the things that are in this trust. And the idea is that while you're alive, you actually want to retitle your assets uh, in the trust. And for example, your business, you would literally retitle the ownership of your business in the trust. And one of the reasons for doing that is if you became incapacitated, then you would have a backup trustee, probably Dawn, your wife, mm-hmm. uh, who would then step into your shoes. So again, think of the trust as a vehicle or an entity that you establish now and you put assets into it now.
0: Okay. I think that's a really good way to look at it. It's simple, that it makes sense. And if we want to go anywhere, we've got to get, in today's society, for the most part, if you live in South Carolina, you're gonna get in your car, in your vehicle, to go from point A to point B. And I think getting in, getting a, getting in the vehicle with your assets, I think is an important component. Did I say all that right, Dave? You did. Okay. All right, that's good. Um, hey, so um, my next question, Dave, is what steps would you recommend a business owner take to begin the process of setting up a trust?
1: Well. Uh you really need to start with a lawyer, and I, probably everybody's cringing at this point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there are obviously tools on the internet, such as LegalZoom, where you can uh, do a lot of things yourself. Uh, honestly, this is an area where you don't want to do it yourself. Okay. okay. So, uh, if you're going to set up a trust, you really need to work with a competent estate planning professional. Uh, frankly, I would stay away, in addition to staying away from an internet product, I would stay away from the uh, solicitations that you probably get in the mail uh, a couple of times a month saying, Come to this dinner and, um, uh, and we're going to sell you something. And it usually involves revocable trust. Typically, that's not uh, higher quality, honestly.
0: Okay. Now that's good. I know that, you know, we, heard, we met you from our financial planner. So, and, and I think it's important that you find someone that is established in a, I mean, to your point, in estate planning, because that's what this is all about. Agreed? I, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Hey, so um, once this is in place, should anyone at the company know about the trust?
1: You know, probably not, or at least not necessarily. Um, I don't think that the fact that your business is owned by the trust uh, is something that, is commonly conveyed to uh your senior management or to your employees not that it
0: hurts to do that
1: but i would just say that that isn't all that common
0: okay hey my next question is um you know if we've got our listeners that are you know starting to drink the kool-aid and they say hey i think i need to do something like this how would you start working towards building a trust
1: um so you you really need to sit down with a competent estate planner and at least the way we do it is uh, there's, there's talking and listening, okay? So when we meet with you, the client, um, while, uh, while we try to guide you and prompt you, uh, it's also very important for us to listen to what you want. And obviously, we'll come back and recommend and try to shape how things go. But uh, it, it, at the end of the day, it's meeting with a competent estate planner
0: um what is the timeline typically if someone uh called you your office today and said hey i want to find i want to start working on setting up trust typically what's the timeline from the time you start until the time that you finish and at the end dave i'll add a few personal comments if you don't mind because we right. going to do this with you um
1: well unfortunately it often takes months and again people are probably going to cringe at that but the reason is that um first of all um the trust has to be written, and it has to be written the way you, the client, want it written. Um, trusts are not easy documents to read, so uh, the attorney needs to explain it to the client. The client needs to understand and feel comfortable. So just, just the writing part um, takes time. Uh, but then remember that you're going to put assets in this trust while you're alive. Okay, We call that funding it. Um, and so it takes time to fund and here just a very simple example is, uh, if you wanted to title your home in your trust, well, you have to have a deed. Uh, if you wanted to title your business in the trust, uh, if your business is a corporation, you do a new stock certificate. So there, there are steps involved in funding that trust.
0: Um, I know from personal experience the question, I mean, to me, for our listeners to, to lean in a little bit and to think about some expectations, and Dave, you feel free to comment any way you like, is you have to answer a lot of questions that you don't ever think about. Uh, there's a lot of things that are going on that you, you know, you have to really put a lot of thought into it. And, you know, one thing that I remembered, and, you know, uh, I've, you know my, my our listeners have heard before, so, you know, we got two children, and... You know, my wife and I married, we talked about a few minutes ago, you know, 28 plus years. And we have to think about that if something happened to, not only if it happened to me, it would go to my wife. Or if something happened to her, it would go to me. But even with our children, and if something happened to all of us, say we went on a vacation somewhere and, you know, a plane crash or whatever, you know, you have to really think about where do you want things to go. That, to me, those were difficult things to think about and ultimately to make decisions on. So, Dave, you want to add anything to that?
1: Well, a couple of things. One is so when we're doing a revocable trust for somebody like you all, um, it's really it's it's like doing a will because it it addresses, as you said, it addresses where things go when you pass away. Mm -hmm. Now, it also addresses what happens if um, if you're incapacitated. In other words, you're alive and you're incapacitated who's in charge of things? Uh, but yeah, we do have to dig into some very, very personal issues with clients, and it's important for the client to open up with us uh, not only about family, uh,
0: but also about finances. Mm-hmm. You know, and some of those things. And for us, it took a it took a good while to ever finally get that completed because there was just a lot of moving pieces. And if you and if you're a business owner, you know you can understand that. You know, if you've got the asset of your business, plus you're going to put all your other assets into it. That stuff takes time. You've got to change deeds. You got to go to the County and get that updated. There's a lot of moving pieces. Is that that right, Dave? Oh yeah. Yep. So it takes time, but I think the the benefits are very important as you, as you plan for the future. Hey, so an important question, Dave, you know, what happens if the business has to be sold?
1: Um, That's uh, that is no problem at all. The only difference is that the seller in this case, is really going to be the trustee of the trust. Remember, though, that's you. So if you're the person that set the trust up, typically you are going to be the trustee. Uh, you have There's no loss of control whatsoever. Uh, and so if the business needs to be sold, uh, you're just selling in your capacity as the trustee of the trust. And the proceeds from the sale come into the trust. Uh, and at that point, you as trustee can do what you want to with them. So there's really no loss of control whatsoever.
0: Okay. You know, because a lot of the listeners may be leaning in and say, well, what happens if that? So there, there's really no, if you're the trustee and you end up selling the business, there's really no change, right?
1: It, correct. It's not a problem at all.
0: Okay. Um, if our listeners wanted to read or listen more on this topic, what would you recommend? Um,
1: I would actually get on a website called, American College of Trust and Estate Council, and it goes by ACTEC, A-C-T-E-C, ACTEC. So ACTEC is an organization of estate planners, and on the ACTEC website are a number of free videos that anybody can watch um, on... Lots of different topics, one of which is what is a revocable trust and why do you need one, but other things like uh, who needs a will uh, or what is a power of attorney. So there's a lot of helpful information on the Tech website, and that's where I would recommend people go.
0: Okay. You know, you mentioned, and, and Dave, I'm just going this off of memory, but, you know, but whenever we did a trust, we put a, we put a living will in place there. You did powers of attorney. That's right. Did we do something called medical powers of attorney? Is that right?: Right. so a, t- a typical
1: a, a typical estate planning package would have a, have about a half a dozen documents, a will, a revocable trust, a financial power of attorney, which some people call a durable power or a general power. Um, then you would have a health care power of attorney. Uh, some people want a living will which is uh, really a designation that says don't keep me on life support if I'm terminal or vegetative uh, so those those are
0: kind of the core documents in any
1: estate planning package
0: and you would recommend that if anyone is going to go in and, and create a trust uh, it should have all of those components
1: we, well those are actually separate documents but okay. yeah
0: th- that to me is
1: that a comprehensive estate plan would include all those things.
0: Okay. Now that's good. I mean, I, I know we're, I mean, we're getting toward the end of our podcast, but I think those are good things. So, and uh, if you go to the A C T E C, is that, did I say that right? Act tech. Yeah. Act tech. You know, you'll be able to see examples or watch videos on all that content, right? Yes. That's really good. Hey, so as we start to close our podcast, uh, Dave, what's one piece of advice that you would give our listeners today?
1: Um, I think that a revocable trust is really a, an excellent vehicle for the business owner um, for a couple of reasons. One is if you become incapacitated, uh, whoever is your backup trustee, for example, your wife uh, could step in and be in charge. And uh, upon death, it avoids probate, which which means you save money, uh, there's a privacy element to it, and it just makes the whole process a lot simpler. So. I'm a strong proponent of using a revocable trust in this context.
0: You know, and I, and I know that for things, to, for assets to not have to go through probate was a good bonus. I didn't know a lot about until we started working with you. I don't want people to know all my information. And if it can avoid going to probate, they won't have to know our information. Is that correct? That's exactly right. You know, so I think turn,
1: to say it a different way, if you go through probate, it's kind of like putting your financial statement on the internet.
0: Mm. Yep. And I know as a business owner, I do not want to put my financial statement on the internet. But that may be enough for, a, for, a, for some of our listeners today to really take a next step here. Because I think it is a, it's very important. I, you know, it took a while to get it done. But I'll tell you, I, would, I am so glad that we, we are blessed that we have this in place. We've got, Hey, we talked about succession planning last month, this month. We've got our game plan. We've got our playbook that if something happens, we know what we need to do to execute it. Whether it's me that do it or, or my spouse or even our children, right? Yes, that's good. All right. Hey, Dave, uh, thanks so much for being on, uh, like I said, the last couple of months worth the podcast, I hope this is, uh, really helped some of our listeners be able to lean in and take some next steps on a trust. And I thought you would be a great, uh, interview and you have been. So hopefully if anyone wants to check you out, they can go Google Greenville, South Carolina and you, if they want to find any more information, right? Sounds good. Tim, thank you for having me. Always a pleasure being with you. Absolutely. That sounds good. All right. Hey, to our listeners, everyone, tune in next month. Everyone take care and God bless. If you'd like to continue the journey with us, please subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review and let us know how we're doing.
1: If there's specific topics you'd like to hear, be sure to put that in the comments as well. We'll be launching a new podcast on the first Wednesday of every month. If you know others that would get benefit from listening to this podcast, please share it with them and we'll be seeing you guys next month.